1: listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hobo.
3: Hobo. 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 What are we doing? Uh, Phil Collins now? Hobo. No, I think, I think. Dude, uh, don't talk uh, over my live hobo drops. <laughs> <laughs> hobo.
2: That's a new show coming on Fridays to NBC. Hobo. Jason and the Hobo. hobo. No, it'll be Jason and the Hobo. After it sounds Dark. like a. What kind of show was that? No, 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 no. That, that'd no, be after like No, no, it'd be after, after
3: dark, and then we could show, like, Friday night videos. <laughs> be like Beavis <laughs> and Butthead, the live edition, where we just suddenly randomly throw to videos in the middle of, uh, you know, cutting up whatever's going on in the news and pop culture. In 1983,
2: Lita Ford released this song called Kiss Me Deadly. It was the first female-backed metal song to make it to number one on the pop charts. This is Jason and the Hobo.
3: Yeah, that's a show. Jason and the is. Hobo. I
2: like that. I mean, Jason that and the hobo. that's
3: if that shouldn't uh, be somewhere on a schedule, sometime <clears throat> during the day on FS1. I don't know what is.
2: Hey, uh, you gonna we're gonna uh, put Jason and the Hobo on right after Undisputed for a half hour. Okay, it's gonna be the new thing there. We need producers. We need we get people. Uh, we're gonna interview some people. But Jason, Jason what do you mean after?
3: We can go on the same time.
2: Well, we'll go on. We'll go on. It'll be the big lead in for us. It'll be the big lead in, and, and then Mike and I will go on and do Jason and the Hobo.
3: Well, if I'm truly embracing my hobo character, I could just wander on set whenever the hell I want. Now I can't <laughs> Yeah, you'll be like the dude in Glass Onion who just kept
2: wandering. Right. He's, he's in random scenes. Trooper Wagner from uh, from Knives Out just
3: wandering exactly. in scenes for no reason. I am the captain now. Just Hi. delete your tweet, Mike.
2: Who is that guy? Oh, that's that's the hobo. I will not. That's the hobo. That's the hobo right there. Uh, We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we got some big NFL controversy coming up this hour we're going to get to. But first, I want to say this because I was thinking about this today. After this story broke today, I realized – Boy, this was part of one of my worst bold predictions ever. I don't know that I've had a worse ever? bold prediction than this. Just
3: think about that. Okay. Worst you've bold had prediction. some bad ones.
2: I mean, but I've also had great ones. I mean, I've had ones. legendary ones.
3: You've been legendarily uh, streaky. Legendary. One way or the yeah. other, I get hot. I get hot. That's what it is. I'm, I'm, you know, and sometimes I need the heat check bold predictions. Boy, that's a heat check bold prediction. Well, that's going to be a, a recurring Friday segment next year during football. Season. I mean, some people steal the font, man. <laughs> heat, heat check bold. <laughs> Damn prediction. right.
2: But I remember, and you know, we do this every year after we close the NFL draft by telling you who the top two picks are going to be in next year's draft. Right? Mike and I have done that for a while, and. You, after the news today um, that we're going to tell you in a second, I remember, and this is this is going to turn out to one of the worst bowl predictions I ever made. Week 18 in the NFL, now we're seeing a lot of craziness at quarterback, <laughs> yeah. right? Skylar Thompson's going to likely start for the Dolphins. Yeah, and Teddy TJ
3: Water with a finger injury now, yeah. TJ, things breaking bad with Skyler starting at quarterback for the Dolphins. I hopefully play plays better than you think uh, the woman that (laughs) – Anna Gunn plays Skyler on the show. Oh, yeah. Because you are not a fan.
2: Oh, man. No, no. Anna – wow. Anna Gunn. Ooh, yeah. Um, So – We're getting these crazy quarterbacks. Isn't Nathan Peterman starting for the Bears on Sunday? This guy, you know, in 15 years, he's still going to be starting games once in a while. Peterman? Nathan Nathan Peterman's still starting a game? Yeah, no, he's starting. Congratulations on a job done. The Jets have named Nathan Peterman their starting quarterback. I tell you, I like that Nathan Peterman kid. He really is something. Uh, But... Instead of Carson Wentz, who he knew was going to the bench, his career with Washington and the Commanders is over. Uh, Taylor Heineke, who's going to be a free agent, looked like they were going to go back to him this week. But instead, their draft pick, Sam Howell, is going to start for the Commanders at quarterback this week. Why? Well, Sam Howell. Sam,
3: Sam, 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 Sam. See, just like there's an obsession with guys named Zach, you have an obsession with guys named Sam. Sam, Sam, Sam. Sam, Did Donald change his last name? Who is this
2: guy? Sam Howell is going to start at quarterback for the Commanders on Sunday. He out of North Carolina. He was a fifth round pick last year the reason the commanders are doing this just really quick is because he's the only quarterback under contract for next year so they want to see what they have in him they're not going to just say okay you're sink or swimming in week 18 you're either our starter or you're done but they want to get it get an edge and say get a sense of okay where's sam howell look at his preparation what is it like is he overwhelmed by defenses because he's still a guy that's a project a fifth round pick but they want to get him out there which i completely understand and this sam howell thing i say man how the mighty have fallen. Because I remember when we did the draft show, now going back two years, we were projecting a year ahead, when I knew going into next season, I mean, he was a superstar at North Carolina. And I remember saying, here's my bold prediction. The number one and number two picks in the NFL draft next year are going to be Sam Howell. And Keaton Slovis, yeah, they're going to be one two. And instead, Slovis stayed in school, and now he's with his eighth school. You know, he's now he's a journeyman.
3: He's really taking this to the extreme.
2: Yeah, no, he's a journeyman college football (laughs) quarterback. He's now on his fourth team. And I remember, Howell and Slovis, the potential they had, what they had done in their careers up until the point two years ago, where going into their their, you know, I I say senior year because you know now Slovis is on his second team since I said that. Because when I said that he was still at USC and then he changed and everything else but he was going to be I remember these guys were just so good and Howell had a big arm and he was someone who was going to I thought he was going to have just an amazing senior season for North Carolina he's able to put a lot of points on the board Slovis looked kind of like the next Jeff Garcia he was mobile can move in and out of the pocket and make throws puts a lot of points on the board and here we are now Howell goes in the fifth round and Keaton Slovis is still in college I don't know that I've had a worse bold prediction than Howell and Slovis going 1-2 in the NFL draft over a year ago.
3: No, those two uh, certainly did not pan out. I mean, look, Slovis is still a work in progress. You can't call that a loss yet. Uh, Uh, Maybe. And Howell Howell gets the start. Why? Because Ron Rivera was finally informed that they were eliminated from playoff contention. (laughs) He didn't know that until
2: they called him and told him.
3: I, I, last week I, I kept questioning why is why is Carson Wentz starting this game? Not to make it about the commanders, for, but we're going to do that for a second. Like you, y- you scored nineteen points a game all year, and that was after you made the switch to the more athletic guy, where things picked up, and yet you still decided it, with the playoffs on the line. You know what? Wentz may still have one in the holster. Let's go! Uh, and you saw how horribly that turned out. But yeah, for for Sam, how Holl- I mean, we just don't know. I mean, we've got history littered with quarterbacks that have come from nowhere to suddenly grab the reins of a team. Maybe he's that guy. Most likely not, but maybe he could be that guy. Because Ron Rivera may not be there. That's the other part in all of this, right? You might have someone else who comes in and becomes a quarterback guru, and just like the hell or high water of your jets or the (laughs) God knows what happens to my bears, all of a sudden there's opportunity. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh they're really gonna be the hell or high water jets, aren't they? That's what right. The hell are well, you? Haven't already started designing
3: a shirt? Oh I don't my
2: know. goodness! But no, look honestly, look, I'm being honest with you. I blame both of them for my bold prediction not coming true. I mean, I'm not taking well, that is true. Look, you
3: could just put it out there. Great expectations, take, and if they I'm fail, not taking, it's on them.
2: I put it out there. I, I didn't go out there and screw up their, you know, their career. So Howell's going in the fifth round, and now Slovis is trying to make it work one last year at BYU. You know, I mean, look, he, you talk about a guy Slovis threw 30 touchdowns as a freshman. It's like wow, and then he was 17 and seven, 11 and eight, 10 and nine. He is going in absolutely the wrong. He would direction. be
3: the perfect jet.
2: Yeah, but now he goes to BYU and they're going to throw the football a lot. May a chance, but look, I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm not taking the, the bullet for this one. This is on them for underachieving. I made the bad bowl prediction, but I blame them for it. So it's really not my fault.
3: Yeah, as as related to uh, to Sam Howell, as you go through and you you look at his college career uh, when he's done, does this make you get a little nervous about Drake May then? <laughs> This makes me nervous about everybody.
2: I'm nervous about
3: everyone.
2: Because when the quarterback position
3: is such a mess, anyway. Right. Uh, And 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 trying to figure out do you you get with the right coordinator? Do you get with the defensive coach who mutes what you're trying to do? Uh, Yeah, there's so much that goes on.
2: Do you know what I want? This is what I want. This is when I feel comfortable now. Because. You, when there's too many quarterbacks that are coming out, here's four guys that all have really good draft pedigrees. You know a couple of them aren't going to work out. One of them's going to be a star. What are the odds you're going to get that guy? you got to be able to make the right decision and draft high enough. So how how, how – difficult is that to happen? You're going to make, especially being a Jet fan, I know whatever quarterback decision they make is going to be wrong. It's Zach right? no Wilson, ma- no Jason. Matter, no matter what they do, it's going to be wrong. They could have taken Trevor Lawrence number two. The Jaguars could have said, hey, we're going to Zagre you think we're going to Zach. <laughs> we're going to take Zach Wilson. He'd be right now, eight and eight, maybe winning the AFC South. Look at this, how great it is. The Jets could have Trevor Lawrence. It would be, boy, Trevor Lawrence is never going to get it done. He's just awfully thrown six touchdowns all season long, 10 interceptions, I, I don't know what's going on. There. Whatever they do is wrong. I don't want to have choices. I mean, I, I, sometimes I get paralyzed by too many. To- I go to a place with a big menu. It's like this menu is too big. Here's now I got to re- read through and see, do I want any of these salads? Salad, salad? No. What about the appetizers? Now here's the pastas, and then I got to go through the burgers. You know, the, the big trend of restaurants now to go with the smaller menus. No, I love that. Okay, maybe the choice I get is not 100% what I want, but is it 80% of what? what? What I want, sure. And I don't have to worry about, well, am I picking the right thing? Do I need 20 minutes with the menu? Too many quarterback choices. I just want, there's a couple of quarterback choices so that way, if there's like three guys in the first round, right, that you're going to take, like that's my perfect thing. There's three guys I want, so wherever you're drafting you're going to get one of those three guys and you, if you're drafting high enough you get the first choice, obviously second choice, third choice but when you get outside and you get to four and five it's well, which guy are you going to pick? Which guy are you going to take?
3: Are you going to get the right guy? Maybe. Are, are you going back ahead to ahead 2017 you? again? Look at I'm you. telling
2: you man, it is – It is. when I hear – look at all these great quarterbacks, I go, wow, it sounds great that five guys could go in the first round. But I think for teams that need quarterbacks like me, I go, are we really going to get it right? You're really going to get it right? And if you're picking number one overall, it's a lot of, Jason, it's a lot of pressure. But – Through but hell or on. high water, man. Did you not hear your
3: coach? <laughs> yeah, the other thing is you're the Jets. No, you're not going to get it right. No, uh, and we're not going to draft a guy that. this year. We're not going to draft Wilson's a guy. we guy.
2: Go, yeah. Wear it. But anybody, yeah. But anybody else? I'm like, you know, boy. Is Bryce Young? Is, is he the guy? Right? Is it Bryce Young? Is it Levis? Is it Stroud? Is it who is? It? Is it? But at least okay. We're picking number one. We're taking the consensus guy. Then you get after that, and it's who you taking. You may get it wrong, and you could see a guy taking 32 overall, have a Pro Bowl-type career like Lamar Jackson and all the other guys going early you don't get. You miss all these other guys in the first round, and then here's somebody and here's Brock Purdy, who's Mr. Irrelevant, who be playing his way into a huge quarterback uh, situation. Could start for the Niners for the next decade. I mean, I don't like the, those choices. I'm nervous about everybody. Quarterback-wise, I'm nervous about everybody. I'm nervous about my team being able to get it right. I'm nervous, are these guys really good or are they inflated because they just throw all the time in college now I'm, I'm nervous it makes me nervous Mike Harmon which is why I get predictions like Sam Howell and Keaton Slovis wrong ah it just pisses me off
3: well and no matter who you are you get a lot of coverage right that's the thing with every the advent of so many different streaming channels the multiple ESPNs uh, go on down the line the Ocho, I, yeah yeah. You, you don't get to hide Right? It's not a, hey, this guy's some mythical figure where you might get one or two highlights like you did 20 years ago. No, 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 no. You get to watch all of them live and in living color and fall in love and in and out of love all during the course of a season uh, like you do. Now, as to your uh, menu thing, yeah, well, I mean, that's operational efficiency, man. No waste, less spoilage, less uh, opportunity for people to screw things up. All right, you Learn how to cook and do things. a couple of things really well. In and out or canes. Right, don't, don't vary it up too much. Don't give people a lot of choice because you know what? You, get, you give them too much, uh, too much opportunity to screw something up, they will. Time and time again. So just like this with your quarterbacks, Jason, you got to help the Jets figure out who are the two top guys and then you take the one that's left.
2: <laughs> I only want three. Just tell me three guys are worth the first round pick. Then we can fair. You get more than that. I oh, I get I get hives. Yeah. I get I, 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 I'm start itching. I I I, I I'm, we're not going to get it right. We're not. And gonna then get you this yell, right.
3: wait a minute! You didn't tell me this was then going to be a shell game, and I don't actually get to pick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got the I mean, second one. Oh, uh, that good quarterback's
2: not there. <laughs> every quarterback makes me nervous. Th- that's why I, my philosophy is: if you can't get a quarterback right, if it's too difficult okay, let somebody else develop him. You get a good sense of who they are because they've been in the league for a couple of years and then go get him in free agency, which is why I'm like, okay, if you don't want, if if, if the Ravens don't (laughs) want to give Lamar Jackson money, we'll go give Lamar Jackson money. If the Bears want to move on from Justin Fields because they're picking first overall, okay, they developed him a couple of years. We know the kind of guy he is, what he does well. Let's go get him. I'll go get a guy like that. Hey, this this is why I feel like maybe that's the right way to do because getting a quarterback Right is really, really difficult because it's a gut feel. It's not that you can look at all the metrics you want all along and say this guy might fit in our system, but a quarterback's got to be a gut feel. And many times that gut feel is wrong. Jason, and, this and is a you problem. Can't do it, man. No, I think it's a lot of people' problem. <laughs> this is a you Jets, think Jets problem the Jets end up with Matt Ryan. You know, you know, listen, the Jets. Are, we're going to end up with Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. They're going to battle it out for the number one. You know how one great one
3: it is watching too. a quarterback. That's great on Sundays, man. It's awesome. Let me tell you.
2: Uh, yeah, I bet. No, I bet it's it's fun. It's and nobody really cool. thought he was. And the thing is, nobody thought he was going to be any good, right? Justin Herbert was the one prospect that scared everybody. He had an awful senior year. There were games I watched him. I'm going, what is he doing? He's going to be the. He's going to he looks like brock osweiler what is he doing and how here he comes you. he shows up in the nfl
3: wow. and look how great he is and well, the chargers crossford keeps proper propping him up on social media mm. with his team
2: you know and, and and the thing is and the chargers took him because there was that was the guy to take there were all the quarterbacks were gone he was the last guy left they need a quarterback let's go get justin herbert and now the guy's flipping phenomenal right i mean ah.
3: it's really fun to watch I a good know.
2: quarterback i know Something Are you, buying you will all- never do He's got, that clo- he's got that surfwear deal, right, for uh, uh, apparel. Uh-huh. Are you buying all that surfwear uh, clothes now? You're going to start coming in wearing, like, longboard shorts all the hey, time? Hey, man.
3: <laughs> the name's Kunu. <laughs>
2: Want to go surfing? Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. Hey, Justin Herbert wears these sunglasses. I'm Far hard out, good. Mike. Twitter it out about a fresca, Mike. It's Swallow Dump. Jason What's Smith. That's his latest
3: endorsement deal, Patchouli. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh patchouli is the oh wait we don't have patchouli patchouli is the worst oh my god Bleh. patchouli and <laughs> vanilla aroma the two the two things i don't want anywhere near my house ever those two oh my god i have oh now patchouli- i know what to deliver Patchouli and vanilla. I actually have a vanilla aroma story I could tell you coming up. I can
3: have uh, Ralph uh, deliver them by, by uh, nine.
2: We're, we're good. No, no vanilla <laughs> aroma. No vanilla We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, you got Ralph in. <laughs> we're, live, we're live. Hi, Ralph. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we have a... F- <laughs> We have an NFL controversy that we thought was over, but no, 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 no. It came all the way back today. That's next right here from the tire studios,
1: Fox. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM. Eastern 7 PM. Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeart radio app.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
3: Lakers, yo! That's <laughs> <laughs> so I almost yelled it, and then Russell uh, missed a, a well, a very easy... So this was your breakable. fault? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't speak it into existence. Uh, I was like all excitable. It's like, all right, there's the music. Let's go. And then he missed a shot, so I just shut up.
2: Yeah, Lakers and the Heat coming down to it. No LeBron, yo. No LeBron missing the game with an illness, but Dennis Schroeder... 26 points to lead the way for the Lakers. i oh, look, you got no AD, you have no LeBron, no Magic, no Worthy, uh, and they lead the Heat right now by one. I think with, Rambis is there though. Ram, Ram, yeah, Rambis is about to check into the game, and so is Jamal Wilkes.
3: Get ready to throw some, some bows and play some defense. Let's you got some go.
2: defense coming down to it, uh, but Russell Westbrook, a near triple-double off the bench, 19-9-8. Nine, uh, they lead the Heat, 106 to 103, again about 40 seconds left to go, which is an eternity in this. Uh, Bam Adebayo's got 28, and Jimmy Buckets with 27 yeah,
3: blank, for the Heat.
2: Uh, Bam
3: Adebayo!
2: <laughs> um, and, uh, look, we've had a lot of crazy NFL stories we've gotten to tonight, and of course, it, it, it's another, uh, looks like another positive day, uh, and, and it, it's, it's a great story because we, we want to keep seeing this, and want to keep seeing this, is, is that when it comes to the number one story in sports the last couple of days, DeMar Hamlin had another positive day today in his recovery from the heart attack and the cardiac arrest that he had uh, during. Monday night's game against the Cincinnati Bengals. And so we're hoping that tomorrow can bring another big day, another. So that's it's awesome. It's awesome. Our thoughts continue to be with him and everybody in Cincinnati. Um, But outside of that, look, where we talk about the other big things going on in the NFL and, and certainly, you know, look, we had the big bowl prediction. I knew I got wrong a few minutes ago, but um, this story I thought, well, we had missed it, right? Because it it happened over the weekend and then we got away from it. Alright, the story's kind of over. No, no, no. Now it's back. The snow angels that don't stop. Kayvon Thibodeau of the Giants. last week got into a little bit of a controversy after sacking Nick Foles and the Giants big win over the Colts that clinched a playoff spot and he sacks Nick Foles on a big play and he does snow angel does a snow angel on the ground right after now this is a play that Nick Foles got hurt on and he got knocked out of the game he's right next to him he's laying on the ground and he's doing snow angels for quite a while Foles is laying on the ground about a foot and a half away from him. He's in pain and Thibodeau is still doing snow angels when the medical crew is out to is out to help Nick Foles. And one of his teammates comes over, doesn't tell him to stop. Finally, he gets up and he goes off the field. And then he is seen on the fe- uh, on the sideline while Nick Foles is still on the field doing the go to sleep motion. Like I hit him so hard, I'm putting him to sleep. Right. Uh, this is Nick Foles who is, this is a quarterback who was injured in came. Von Thibodeau is doing this now after the game he had said oh I didn't know that he was hurt I I didn't know I hope he's okay I didn't know he was hurt when I was you sack the quarterback you celebrate that's kind of how it goes Jeff Saturday Colts head coach uh said it was trash I can't believe he did that I don't believe it and that whole celebration thing was trash well word of that got back to Kayvon Thibodeau today at practice and he answered in a way that makes you go wow take a listen
0: never heard of him
2: no
3: (laughs) (laughs) there it is paraphrased
2: (laughs) uh he he was Thibodeau okay so Thibodeau was asked about what his opinion was of what Jeff Saturday said about his celebration being trash and this was
3: what Thibodeau said I don't know who he is that's not. Why the southern accent? Why the? <laughs> oh, that was Derek Carr. I'm sorry. Were you watching a uh, little glass onion trying to get your <laughs> Benoit Blanc? I mean, what we doing? When I solved this child's puzzle, it was able
2: to. guy was it just came in. It was so easy. Uh, all right, so now here it is. When Thibodeau was asked about Frostburg's. I can't get over his southern accent. Yeah, that one kind of came out of left field. It was, it was like Frostburg. Watch. It's like Frostburg hasn't seen Forrest Gump in years and said, "Okay, now give me a Forrest Gump impression." That's kind of what I
3: I met Brian Kelly for lunch today. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just affected by his affected speech. All
2: right. So here's uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and his opinion of uh, Jeff Saturday. Who? That's what I'm saying. Who's the gatekeeper of when to do something? So once we figure out who the gatekeeper is, then we can write the rules and then we can establish, you know, the narratives and things like that. But until you know you guys
3: actually are in the sport and do it and be in that moment, you can't create a narrative on it, you know? Well, we're not creating a narrative on it. The guy, the other team's coach had a problem, and he's the guy who played the game. The other the players I don't, I don't know a who he is.
2: Now I just don't know who like anybody who commented on it, unless I know who they are, doesn't really affect me. That's <laughs> okay, so first of all, first of all, let's go to the first question. Was Rick Moranis the gatekeeper and Sigourney Weaver the keymaster, or was it that the other is way the around? Case. No, I I'm think that's right. I think you got I'm that the right. gatekeeper. You're the keymaster. He was the he, Rick. Rick Moranis was the gatekeeper. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau just comes across like a jerk. He just sounds like a jerk. I don't know who he is. He's the head coach of the other team. Oh, I don't know. If I don't know who he is, I don't, I don't He's the head coach of the other team. He's not some guy that was on television. He's not a radio host of that. He's the coach of the other team. Forget for a second that the guy had a really good NFL career that included Pro Bowls and the Super Bowl. Uh, the guy had a really good career. It's the head coach of the other team, and here's Thibodeau saying, yeah, unless I know who he is, I, I don't really care. You just sound like a jerk. He comes across, never like heard that. of him, you know, and and for someone who knows and watching that, he knows full well that Nick Foles was hurt. He knew after the first couple of seconds that Nick Foles was hurt, right? And still, he kept doing the snow angel thing well into when the when the. the personnel came on to deal with him and then when he knew he was hurt on the field he did the go to sleep thing on the sideline all right that's that's really low class and especially in retrospect to what we saw happen to demar hamlin this week that injuries can happen and they can get really serious really fast right he just he just comes he comes across like someone who oh boy he you know he wants to be this whole hey whoever the gatekeeper of this is then we can have a conversation like what, what are you even saying man what, what are you even saying? You've been in the NFL for about a day and a half. Okay, you were a star coming out of school, and and, and the big question was, were you going to have the motor that makes you an NFL star, right? And he's turned out to have a really good rookie year. The Giants defensive line is the best part of that team. It's what's keeping them, in, it's what's got them to the playoffs, because they can pressure the quarterback without having to blitz, which is the key on defense now in the NFL. Everything else can be uh, broad-brushed over if you have weaknesses on defense, but if you can rush the quarterback without having a blitz, you're going to have a really good season, right? So the defensive line is good. He's really good, and he and, and it's a it's an awful optic, and he and he sounds awful with it. I mean, number one, trying to hide the the the, the knowledge of it, and not really apologizing. He kind of gave a non apology apology, and now to say who's that? I mean, he's getting a question from the media that says, "Hey, Jeff Saturday, the coach." They even tell him it's the coach of the other team. Well, I don't know who that is. Well, now now, come on, man, really. I mean, now now you're just being disrespectful to to the NFL and to Jeff Saturday, right? If you don't know who he is, at least you know he's the coach, right? What do they say in the – what do they say in the army? You don't you don't respect you don't respect the person you respect the rank, right? So you respect the guy. The guy's the head coach. This is what he said. He had a problem with it. So yeah, obviously he's got a bit of a cachet to say what he thinks. He's earned the right to say that because of the position he holds in the NFL as a head coach. And how do you say you really don't know who he is? I Jeff Saturday when he got the job was the biggest story in the I was NFL. Say,
3: a guy that went from the broadcast might, booth to being a head coach now, and everybody knows who Jeff Saturday is. We might have found that real football football player who doesn't pay attention to anything in the media. (laughs) It's like the damn Yeti. We found him. There he is. It's Thibodeau. I don't know. I don't know. The next head coach.
2: (laughs) Yeah. If Thibodeau was the Giants head coach, he would be benching a lot of high-priced guys. And they wouldn't be in the
3: rotation. They'd be out of gas in week yeah. two. <laughs>
2: We're
3: well, we only we playing know, eight guys on, on every down. So, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Playoffs? No, we didn't have enough gas. Yeah, nothing left. Now, nah. to your point, Jason, he, he comes across as the, all right, I might have done this wrong, but I'm not backing down. I'm, I'm heavyweight defensive guy and this is how i'm gonna make my bones people are gonna know that i'm a hard ass of the highest degree i'm in new york it all fits whatever the who is that i mean that that's just bush league let's just be obstinate and and be an ass uh and whether it's a reporter or not just answer the damn question just say you know what the play's over uh whatever you want to submit the answer to but don't don't play the dumb and, and don't play the hard guy. Just you know, moving on. We got a big game here in week 18. Uh, let's talk about that uh, instead. You've just you know fanned the flames and and you did yourself no favors, right? We all saw what happened. On, the videotape is there. It's one of those sequences that that's a bit cringy. That no teammate comes over and and slaps him on the helmet or the shoulder pads and say, hey, don't be an ass. Get up. This guy's laid out, and it's it's just it's a troubling situation right next to you. Get up, and then on the sideline, it's like this this is the antithesis of all the good feels and vibes that you've had of that team, unless you're a Jets fan. Uh, of what the Giants have been about, right? All the surging over the last month about how, what a job Brian Dable's done cut down of the turnovers for Daniel Jones, you don't have wide receiver, all of these things that you're making this push to the playoffs and, and then you submarine it by being a jerk. Like, Come on, man. You're, be yeah. better than that. Be human. Be human, right? That's, that's the big lesson of all of that this week is, you know, how about you just take a step back and, and remember what's all going on here.
2: And don't think players and other teams don't notice this either, that this is his attitude, especially in the wake of what happened on Monday where, hey, man, you know, we get hurt. We put our bodies on the line for this, and, and you basically have blown off everything. You blow, you blew off Nick Foles. You blew off the head coach. You blew off everything. I don't care. I'm just going to celebrate. I don't care. That's what I do. That you, you come across as it doesn't matter whatever else happens. I'm just going to celebrate. But the guy was hurt. Well, I didn't know it. Do you feel bad about that? Eh. I mean, that, that's, kind of, that's kind of been his attitude the entire time this has happened. And he, he, he comes across as a jerk. And I'm hopeful that Brian Dable will have a conversation with him and say, hey, dude, listen, man, uh, I'm a head coach in the NFL. How would you feel if it happened the other way around and, and a defensive end on the, on the Colts? They said, hey, Brian Dable had, a, had an issue with what you had to say. And he would say, oh, I don't know who that is. You'd be pretty pissed, wouldn't you? You'd want to stand up for me, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, of course. Well, that's what you did. You, you, you disrespected a guy that has a position, and all you, you can disagree with him. I'm not telling you what to say when it comes to it, but to sit here and do that, you come across awful, and you don't represent the Giants well. I mean, because the Giants are a team that has always like teams like the Giants and the Steelers have an image they like to maintain. As we are an organization that does it right, you know, a lot of organizations do it right and they do it that way. You know, but they're an organization that wants the image out there that we are the Giants, we're the Steelers, we're the Packers. We do things right, and no matter what you can say about us, we uh, we have the we we are morally and, and how we do things, we are above everybody else. And we want to keep that image out there, and that's not Giants football. That's not that's not the image the Giants have had for the past forty some odd years. And that, that's what I would hope that Brian Dable will tell Kayvon Tibbitt. He'll go, dude, you're new to the league here. It's not been a whole year. Hey, everything is great, but just watch what you say here, and don't be combative with with the reporters. They're asking you. This is their job. They're asking you questions, right? They're you to. Do, they didn't they didn't badger you with questions. They asked you for your opinion. They weren't just throwing stuff at you. And in the situation where you're looking to get out, they're just asking you questions so yeah you know he's immature you know he's really immature and I hope that he grows up because the guy's a great talent right and he's awesome and he's a monster on that defensive line so I'm hopeful that he actually learns from this but because but right now he just looks like a guy that I'd shake my head and go I'm not interested at all in what he has to say a fine the line
3: between hard ass yep. and jackass. That's where yep.
2: we're at. I like that. A fine line. I like that. A fine line between hard ass and jackass. I'm digging that.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi. Checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming!
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Take off your uniform. I don't know. What's a bigger deal tonight? The Bulls actually holding on to a lead and beating the best team in the NBA the last six weeks in the Nets? Or the Lakers without LeBron, AD, Magic, Kareem, and Worthy
3: beating the Heat 112-109? Well, it shows all the complaining that they don't have the pieces is wrong. Guys need to sack up and play basketball.
2: Well, let's let's have one second. Okay. The Heat didn't come in here, you know, at thirty-six and eight, running roughshod over the rest. They're a five hundred team. I mean, Ronnie Cicy
3: was off tonight.
2: Yeah, Ronnie Cicy. Sherman Douglas also didn't have a big night. I mean, no, Udonis Haslem
3: didn't play today. That's I, I, a a huge... No, but he did yell at several people on the bench. I understand. I no Alonzo doubt. Mourning did not play
2: well. I know that he he was held out tonight too. I get.
3: It. Tyler Harrow buy buys a ten point five million dollar uh, house and then goes four for fourteen. Yeah, uh, Well,
2: you know, he he uh, made made uh, four shots for
3: every two and a half million dollars he spent on his house. No, that's good math. Nicely done. Uh,
2: so a, a big win, by the way. We'll get into that because, look, no LeBron, no AD. That's a thing. We'll get to that coming up in about 10 minutes. But, uh, look, I always say when I'm wrong about something, make a prediction, something happens. I always say it. And tonight's one of those nights where, boy, it seems like I'm saying it a couple of times. And... Even though the Nets lost tonight, the the Bulls were able for the first time all season to actually have a lead and keep it in a game, Uh, they cool off the hottest team in the NBA. The Nets had won 12 in a row, and they have really figured it out. And I was wrong because I never thought they would get to this point in the NBA season where they'd be a team that's a game out of first place overall in the East. Now, it is early, and I will tell you the NBA season is long, but... The show is tonight and they have played extremely well and they're doing it in a way that I didn't think was possible because what's the big thing about the Nets? It's never been about the talent. It's never been. It's been about do they love basketball and can they just focus on basketball enough? What happened when Kyrie Irving finally came back, right? When he came back after his whole, I'm liking this video on Amazon that was just, you know, all shades of wrong that just upset so many people. Uh, What's happened since then? Nothing. Nothing. You've not read about KD doing or saying anything. You've not read about Kyrie Irving saying or doing anything away from hoops. They have been able to focus on basketball. They have been dialed in for the better part of the last month. right? Steve Nash got fired. You knew that was a little freeing for the guys because they didn't like playing for him. You could tell. And, and, And Kevin Durant, as much as said so a couple of times, wanted Steve Nash fired to come back to the team this year. So you knew they were playing a little bit better, but boy. These last few weeks, they have been dialed in. I didn't think they could do this, Mike. I didn't think they could just focus on basketball enough to even get to this point. I thought when they focus, they focus for like a couple of weeks or 10 days and then their attention wanders. But here they are. Again, long season, long way to go. But right now, this is why they're doing it. I didn't think they could.
3: Well, but that's just it. It's still a couple of weeks. Tonight, uh, even with some some big shooting from Curry off the bench, uh, the other... Curry, Uh, six or seven from three-point range for 22, and Durant at 44. There's there's 25 and 13. They put together a tremendous run, no question, and Jock Vaughn's done a great job uh, as the head man, and and you saw the interviews start really the deep thoughts with coaching and and players uh, from the net saying, well, it's all about basketball. We don't have the outside stuff. It's like, for now. It's like you can do anything for a couple of weeks. Right? You can watch your diet for a week or two, but eventually the big Mac's calling, the chocolate Sunday's calling. The extra you know shot of bourbon is gonna come back to get you. maybe an extra glass of glug. I mean, whatever the case may be, it's gonna get you. Uh, and, and you're gonna have to then reset and try to start again with with the nets where we're at right now, you know yeah, they're getting along and that's fine. We always thought they'd win games from a talent perspective if they were on the court together. But can they stay on the court together long term? Can they stay out of any issues? Remember, Kyrie's got a a contract thing going on. He's lost a bunch of money in many different vehicles and folks uh, divesting themselves of the Kyrie business. So, yeah, he's going to be motivated. He wants to convince folks that they should bet on him for a long term deal again. You go on your best behavior then, don't you?
2: Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Phone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. 6369 Coming up next, we have a story you just have to listen to. It sounds like something out of Little League sports, but it's at the highest level of this one sport. That's next, Fox.
1: An eye for an eye.
0: Zumo Play.